one company that is doing things differently in terms of that sense of purpose and drive that we've been talking about this morning is Imbibe Coffee with a business model that sees a portion of its profits going to Women's Aid, a women's cooperative and its staff. Earlier this week, I went down to Gary Grant in the Imbibe Rostery in Dolphins Barn here in Dublin for a cup of his finest. So I'm just going to grind some coffee. So this grinder is set to 18 grams. So 18 grams of the spent. We're standing here in Dolphin's Barn in your beautiful roastery. We've got lots of different coffee brands now. You're B2B with a lot of retailers. You're selling directly to consumers. And I imagine beyond Ireland at this point. But talk to me about the business model underpinning it when it comes to your staff, when it comes to the communities where, where coffee is made, and when it comes to charities here in Ireland. Okay, well, when I started the business, I suppose, I just wanted it to be very different to any other business that it was. So from day one, we decided that we would donate 1% of our sales, not just our profits, to Women's Aid. When we decided to do that and when we started to roast, because I guess prior to roasting, Imbibe existed, but I was importing coffee from the UK, I decided that had to change because of Brexit. Uh, So we're actually a pretty good Brexit story. But I had the help of a friend of mine from the UK called uh, Damien Blackburn, who's a company called Darkwoods Coffee. So he came over and he really helped with a lot of sourcing. So he knew what I wanted to do with Women's Aid. So he kind of said, look, there's an amazing organisation you perhaps haven't heard of called Cafe Feminino, who promote gender equality in coffee producing countries. So when we kind of brought out our first coffee, which was Kaleidoscope, that had this coffee from a Cafe Feminino co-op, which is called Lanya Grande. So that kind of just seemed to fit in with giving the 1% to Women's Aid that this coffee would be from an all-female co-op. But when it comes to your actual profits in 2021, something like 16% went to staff, Women's Aid, and you're a female-led co-op abroad. That's right, yes. And oh, you're still making a profit. <laughs> no, look, I mean, we, we are. And again, look, this is unusual, but this this makes me, I feel personally satisfied running the business this, this way. I have learned probably from the last recession that I have enough. I I don't like fancy cars. I don't want to buy a yacht. I, you know, there's... <laughs> I actually have a pretty nice life. But, you know, we live in a two-bedroom house, uh, but we, we love it. We're, we're happy. And I can kind of, I suppose, see what's going on in other places. And, you know, when you see coffee-producing countries and what, what, what happens there, or I suppose even just looking around Ireland at the moment and how difficult life can be for a lot of people, I just consider myself quite fortunate. And behind all of that, are you someone who has been driven by that idea of conscious capitalism? You're someone who comes from the financial world. Or has it been more, as you say there, of asking and answering, what is enough? Like, what is enough to make a good lifestyle, a good living for me and my family? I guess it was a combination of many factors. I mean, it was, my eyes were opened in the last recession as to kind of what was important. And that very much fed into what I was going to do with the business. But it has happened, there was no great planning. You know, I, I didn't kind of start the business and go, OK, we're going to do 1% here, 1% there, and I'll give 1% to the staff, and we'll... It, it has happened kind of very organically. It has happened because I saw, right, well, this this works, so we can build on this, and, you know, we can... That, that's why in the second year I thought, right, we can definitely shed another 2%, and it's not going to have a massive impact on things. But there was no grand master plan at the beginning that, you know, this is what I was going to do. It's just worked out that way. And I would hope that we will be enabled to, to do more and you know that those percentages will go up. I mean, the business has been very fortunate to grow. People have really got behind it and that's been really encouraging. I mean, bizarrely, you know, kind of a lot of people see the likes of Twitter as a very toxic thing. 
it has been phenomenal for our business because I suppose it enabled me to tell people who we were and it means that people can make a conscious choice. I think people want to support good things. So do you think people in general, they're more conscientious? We, we now know what a conscious consumer looks like, but also retailers, that this is now part of your success story. People will reach out to you because of that ethics, the principles that you can stand for 16% of my profits going to these three areas. Yeah, I mean, it's niche. Look, there are people who don't care. You know, and that's that's absolutely fine. You know, no one, if they don't want to care, they don't want to care. But I, I think there's there's a growing number of people who are becoming more aware of how things work. It sometimes kind of drives me mad, particularly relating to coffee, where you'll see ethically sourced written on a bag. And anybody can write ethically sourced on a bag. It doesn't have to be ethically sourced. You can just put that there. And, you know, we've similar things with, be it greenwashing or, or optics. Optics seem to become very important these days. It's not actually what you're even doing it's what people perceive you to be doing uh, so I wanted for us to be very transparent and very tangible and that I suppose is why you know we can people can get onto our website they can see the two bridges that we built in Colombia they can see that we're donating coffee to hospitals they can see that we share sales with the staff it's all very easy and as I say it's it's all very transparent Do you think more businesses can and should follow that model? If nothing else, it's probably a great way to recruit staff, retain them, because you're giving them an additional sense of purpose. Absolutely. Well, I mean, there's, they are the success of the business. The business wouldn't have grown to where it's grown to now if it wasn't for them. So why wouldn't they share in it? Now, I realise that that perhaps doesn't work for everyone, but I certainly think big companies could do a lot more. I mean, when you look at some of the larger corporates, for me, if they even donated 1% of their profits, not even their sales, just their profits, they could do so many things. They could, you know, really do very, do very real things in communities, be it in Ireland or, or abroad. Uh, so I'm just going to steam some milk now. So what I'm doing is creating microphones, which are literally thousands upon thousands of very, very small bubbles, which texture the milk and make it a little bit more creamy. So we know it's done when it looks essentially like shiny paint. Taking out a few little bubbles. Why did you choose Women's Aid? I I am very fortunate to have an amazing mother. Uh, It's difficult to pick up a newspaper these days without reading something about, you know, kind of be it violence towards women. But it, it seems to be everywhere. And... It can frequently be quite taboo and it's not something people really talk about unless there is a story in the media. So I would hope it puts a little bit of light on it, you know, so people can kind of see that we're doing that and that they become more aware of it. They they do phenomenal work. And then in terms of a recipe for espresso, which is what I'm going to make here, we're going to put in 18 grams of coffee. And we want to yield about 38 mils of coffee, I should say, when it comes through. We frequently kind of bemoan, you know, if a local shop closes or if, you know, oh, I always loved that camera shop, but, you know, you never went there. And I know, again, it is somewhat of a cliche, but we need to support places that we want to survive and that we feel are important. These things and you want them to stay, you need to visit them. Gary Grant there of Imbibe Coffee down in Dolphin's Barn here in Dublin.